500 years ago when the Spaniards came to the Philippines, they brought with them not only the Western culture but also Christianity. There was a story that when they were on their way, pagpasok nila sa Pilipinas, the Spaniards, they came across an island and the Spanish ships anchored there for a while, nagpahinga sila doon. And during the night, ninakaw yung maliit nilang boat. Have you heard that story? History natin. So nung ninakaw yung sa Bisaya pang baruto ni laging tanakaw, no? It was stolen and the following day, Magellan discovered that that boat was lost already. It's gone. So they called that place Ladrones Island. And that island is in the Philippines. So the first impression of the Spanish uh, explorers when they arrived, that this place is a land of thieves. Puro manakaw. Ladrones means thieves. Mga kawatan. So that impression, no? the first impression is that Philippines is a land of thieves. Abong manakaw iya sa Pilipinas. Last year, I was in Cebu na timing ang celebration of 500 years of Christianity. I was in Cebu. They celebrated, the Roman Catholic Church celebrated 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. And I was there in Cebu, I was thinking, from that time, Spain arrived in our shores and looked at us as a people, nga mga manakaw kita. From that time, for 500 years, what have we become as a people? Ano nangyari sa atin? Now that Christianity was planted in our nation, anong nangyari sa atin? Did we progress as a people? Did we become better as a people? Ano sa inyong assessment? I share this because today as we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King, next Sunday will be the first Sunday of Advent it is going to be a new church year. Ang Feast of Christ the King, which we celebrate today, this is the last Sunday of the church calendar. Last day natin ito. Okay? Next Sunday will be our new year in the church. I was taught while I was still working in the sales that before you can proceed to another year, you need to take time to evaluate what happened during the year. Okay? For example, kung bukas meron kayong gagawin, bago matulog ngayong gabi, evaluate mo muna anong ginawa mo for the day. Okay? These are things that has been taught to me that before you can proceed, find out what happened first? Okay? Ano bang ginawa mo for the day before you can make your goals for the next day? 
So before we start with Advent, another year in our life, let us evaluate 2021. Ano bang nangyari sa atin sa 2021? What happened to us as a people? In my prayers, I would evaluate myself. Ano bang nangyari sa akin? As a child of God, as a priest, as a husband, as a man, ano bang nangyari sa akin? And we do that on the last day of the year, the last Sunday of the year, itong Feast of Christ the King. We make an evaluation so that when we enter another year, we can already set goals that would help us become better as a person. We can become better as a church. Okay? Yun ang ginagawa natin. So today, we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. And in that celebration, okay, by the way, ang, ang Feast of Christ the King, this, this is not an old feast na celebrate ng church. Ito yung pinakabagong feast na pinasok sa church. The Feast of Christ the King was only introduced during 1925 by Pope Pius XI. 1925 lang. Okay? Pinasok yung feast na to. And what happened? Bakit pinasok ni Pope Pius itong Feast of Christ the King into the church? You know, look at the circumstances. Do you know that every 100 years nagkakaroon ng pandemic sa mundo? Hindi nyo alam yun, ano? Akala nyo ngayon lang yung pandemic. Ang pandemic, it happens every 100 years. Okay? Sometimes it's so big, it affects the whole world. Sometimes hindi masyado. The last pandemic we had was in 1918 to the year 1919. One year nag-pandemic. Yung tinatawag nilang Spanish flu. Okay? So 1918 nagkaroon ng pandemic sa mundo, the Spanish flu. And it killed so many people. Okay? Thousands and thousands of people died because of that pandemic. 100 years later, panahon na natin, 2019, almost, no? 2019, nag-umpisa na naman yung pandemic. So, every 100 years, nagkakaroon ng pandemic. So, pagkatapos ng World War I, tapos ng gera, nagkakagulo na, then nagkaroon ng pandemic, and after that pandemic, after the wars, you know what happened? People started to push God away from their life. Sa sobrang daming problema, people develop a secular mentality. Ano ibig sabihin ng secular mentality? Well, ang Diyos, pag may problema tayo, hindi naman pala siya involved. Eh. Pag nagkakaroon tayo ng mga pandemic, wala ang Diyos. Eh. So they started to push God away. And after that, World War I, after that pandemic, people thought that life will improve. People thought that, you know, life would, you know, progress. Gaganda na ang buhay. Wala na yung pandemic, wala na yung gera. Little did they know, when they started to push God away from their lives, pumasok ang World War II. Why? Because 
pushing God out from society, from our lives, doon na pumasok yung tinatawag natin totalitarian principles. Pumasok na yung Nazism, si Hitler sa Germany. We have Lenin in Russia, communism. In Italy, we had fascism kay Mussolini. Pumasok yung mga diktador. You see, that's what happens pag down na down ang society. Pag nagkagulo at biglang gumanda ng konti, dictators will come. And silang magkiklaim, akong tunay na leader, akong hari dito. And everybody will just follow. Bakit? Wala ang Diyos sa buhay eh. And so that Pope, si Pope Pius, he decided, no, 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 no. Hitler is not the Lord. Mussolini is not the Lord. Okay? Stalin and Lenin is not the Lord. There is only one Lord that we profess and that is Christ. And it's very relevant today in our life. Bakit natin pinag-uusapan to Father Jun, tagal na yun eh. Bakit? Because history has a way of repeating itself. Eto na naman. Pandemic tayo. There are rumors of war. Nakikipag-away na naman tayo sa China ngayon. And it's the same situation we are in right now. And people are saying, you know, pagkatapos ng pandemic, gaganda ang buhay natin. Pagkatapos ng pandemic na to, you know, life will be so beautiful and nice again. Really? Are you sure of that? Because the way I look at it, there are people today that has pushed God away from their lives already. And every time we push God away from our life, something happens to us na hindi maganda. So, sabi nila, patapos na, Father, yung pandemic. Our problem is about to be finished. Tapos na yung mga problema natin. Mas the more tayo magpe-pray ngayon because we know what happens. Because after the pandemic, after all the problems, do natin makikita if God has really taken His place in our life, yung proper place ng Diyos in our nation. Or have we pushed God away from our nation? 500 years of Christianity, I will ask you today, anong assessment nyo sa Pilipinas? 500 years of Christianity, have we become a godly nation? Have we become a people centered on the Lordship of Jesus in our nation? And now, ano nangyayari sa nation natin? Now people are coming out. I will be the next leader. I will be the next leader. Tutulungan kong Pilipinas. We are now on the verge of seeing another dictator coming into our nation. I'm not pointing to anybody sa mga candidates. I'm not pointing. But yan ang problema pag ang tao tumayo at sabihin niya, ako ang kailangan nyo, nagkakaproblema tayo dyan. Because the solution to our problem is not man, it is Christ only. And as a people, as a church, 
We focus on Jesus. Kaya ang dami nagtatanong sa akin, Father, sinong iboboto mo? Father, sinong candidate mo? I focus on Christ now. I pray now. Kasi patapos na yung pandemic. There is now a rumor of war happening. And everybody is saying, ako, ako ang leader, ako, ako ang pag-asa ng Pilipinas. I get worried. And we need to start praying now. That's why it is very timely that we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King today. Make an evaluation in our nation. If you are the President of the Philippines, anong sasabihin mo ngayon? Ano bang nangyari sa atin in the past? Did we improve or did we deteriorate as a nation? So that when we enter another year, ayusin natin. Okay? Kung anong mga pagkakamali natin in the past as a nation, we have to fix it. Yan ang purpose ng Feast of Christ the King. So we can make a real and true assessment of where we are now as a people. Patapos ng pandemic, but our problem is far from over. Nag-uumpisa pa lang ang problema ng mundo. So where we are now. And the church teaches us today ang tinuturo ng simbahan sa atin. And this has been the teaching for many centuries. There is only one king who will rule and bring peace in every land. And that king is Christ. Shalom. Our first reading today, if you listen to the first reading, sabi di doon sa first reading natin, His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. It will not come to an end. In other words, nothing and no one can destroy Christ the King. Nothing can destroy His rule. And that is the hope that we have because governments, they rise, they fall. Among leaders, you know, they rise up, they fall. But not Christ. He will remain forever. Yun ang sinasabi ng first reading natin. The second reading we have today talks about Christ ruling and reigning with a scepter of righteousness. Okay? This king is not going to be corrupt. Okay? Lahat ng mga leaders natin na nagsasabi, I will fight corruption, they end up being corrupted themselves. Because you don't have the power to fight corruption when you are also corruptible. There is one king that you can never corrupt. There is only one Lord that is not corruptible. And if He reigns, He will reign in righteousness. I will put my confidence, my hope, and my vote for that King. Yan ang pipiliin ko. Because He will not be destroyed, He will not also be corrupted. Amen? So now, we are talking about the things that are happening around us. Let us now talk about the things that is happening within us. Maraming bagay ang nangyayari sa labas, pero sabihin ko sa inyo, mahal kong mga kapatid, 
mas marami ang nangyayari ngayon sa loob mo. Isa lang ang pandemic natin. ba? Corona virus, COVID-19 lang ang pandemic natin. Sa labas, yun ang naging kalaban natin. Pero sa loob, may mga tao, during this pandemic time, nagkaroon ng mga depression, nagkaroon ng nervous breakdown, may mga tao na na suffer sila ng poverty, they became poor because of this pandemic. But there are those also who turned out rich, yumaman dahil sa pandemic. May mga tao naman na gumanda ang buhay, ang relasyon sa pamilya dahil sa pandemic. Iisa ang pandemic, pero ang daming effect sa tao. Why? Because we may have one pandemic outside, but we have a different experience inside. The pandemic pushed other people to improve in their lives, in their relationship. This pandemic also crushed so many people na nasira ang buhay nila. We've talked about the things outside. Now let's talk about the things inside sa buhay natin. How have you improved for the past few years in your life? If you say that Jesus Christ is King, that King will rule your life with righteousness. And that righteousness comes to us by the truth that He proclaims. Truth alone can bring peace into our lives. Tandaan natin yan. That's why in our gospel today, Jesus Christ said that it is for this reason that I came to the world. I came to the world. Yung tinanong siya ni Pilate, so, hari ka pala. Yes, it is for this reason. I was born into the world, a king. But I have also come to this world to bear witness to the truth. I come here to bring the truth. And everyone who is on the side of truth will listen to me. Today, I leave you with this question in your life. Make an assessment in your life. Has your life improved today compared to last year? Are you a better person today? A better father, a better husband or wife, a better son or daughter in your life because of Christ who rules in your heart? Another question that I would like you to ask yourself today is this. Sino ang nakaupo sa trono ng puso ko? Each and every one of us has a throne in the heart. Bawat isa sa atin may trono sa puso natin. Kung sinong nakaupo sa trono na yan sa puso mo, yan ang maghahari sa buhay mo. If Christ is not seated on the throne of your heart, most probably you will be the one who will sit in that throne. Kung hindi si Kristo ang nakaupo sa trono ng puso mo, maybe it's money, baka pera ang nakaupo dyan. Maybe it's another person, anyone else. Remember, only Christ can bring peace. 
to our world and to our own life. Let Christ sit on the throne of your heart. Tonight, as you sleep, before you sleep, evaluate. Look into your heart. Is Jesus my King? Pag pumapasok tayo sa church, what do we do when we enter the church? Some of us, we put holy water, then we bow. As a little boy, I was taught, tinuruan ako. I grew up in a Catholic school. Tinuruan kami na pag pumasok kayo sa simbahan, you bend your knee, you do that. And you make the sign of the cross. That is what we call genuflection. Hindi natin ginagawa sa molyan. Hindi ko ginagawa sa bahay yan. I never do that in any place. I only do that when I come to church. Iniiba ko talagang simbahan. When you enter the church, you recognize this is the house of your king. And you kneel before you enter. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is my personal proclamation that I'm entering the house of my king. King Jesus is my king. Pero ang tanungin natin sa sarili, baka luhod lang tayo ng luhod, hindi naman siya ang king sa puso mo. Every time you enter the church and you bow before the altar, is it really a bowing because you know Jesus is your king? Or is it just bowing because habit mo na, ugali mo na, hindi mo na talaga mapigilan? Minsan nga, may mga acolyte na pag pumasok sa isang bahay, may lamesa, pagdaan nila sa lamesa, nagbabaw sila. Kalimutan nila, hindi pala simbahan. Out of habit. But every time we enter the church, when we genuflect, when we bow, always ask yourself, am I doing this because Jesus is king in my heart? So allow Christ to rule and reign in your heart. Let Him be the king that sits on the throne of your heart and He will bring peace into your life. Let us pray that Christ once again become the King of our nation, that peace and righteousness would rule in our nation again. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.